Welcome to the Business Buffet, your go-to for healthy business nutrition. We offer generous portions of marketing management and strategy tips designed for your success. Pull up a chair and let's savor the taste of business together. Elevating your business blog, the symphony of visual and audio content. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, I got carried away with that title. In the digital era, the landscape of content consumption is rapidly evolving. And for businesses keen on capturing and retaining their audience's attention, relying solely on the written word is no longer sufficient. At Zenith Exhibits, we recognize the nuanced art of content creation, where each component plays a vital role in orchestrating the audience's engagement journey. This post delves into the significance and variety of visuals and audio elements that you should incorporate to enrich your reader's experience, ensuring that the media used mirrors the excellence of your business offerings. Understanding the roles of visuals in your business blog. It's critical to clarify a common misconception from the outset. A business blog is not an infographic. You know, those graphics you see that it's really just a picture with a bunch of icons and symbology and text, and it just kind of, those are cool. I love infographics, but your business blog is not an infographic. If all your blog is is an infographic, sorry, eh, you've done it wrong. Through in, though infographics have their place in succinctly conveying data, a blog's narrative demands a different approach especially when we look at the previous two blog posts where we're talking about being an educational resource that people turn to over and over and over again. Visuals in a blog serve as uh, the spices that enhance the flavor of your content. They set the tone, provide a visual break, and make the content more digestible. However, the emphasis should be on choosing visuals that not only align with, but also amplify your message and brand identity. Selecting the right types of visuals. High-quality images and photographs. A relevant, high-quality image can significantly boost engagement and comprehension. Now, again, I've got links throughout this blog post, but you have to go to zenithexhibits.com and read the blog article for elevating your business blog in order to get those links. Charts and graphs. Ideal for presenting data or trends, making your message clearer and more impactful. Infographics, they stand out for summarizing complex information of data, making your point clear and memorable. But I insert here, make them sparse. Sparse? Sparse? Or you would think a professional narrator would know the difference. Don't use them as the only piece of content in your blog article. The infographics must support the text-based message. Videos a dynamic method to deepen engagement, offering a personal touch through visual and auditory cues that text alone just cannot convey. Now, people will um, automatically just jump right to a YouTube video. They'll pull out their cell phone, they'll record a video of them talking, and then they'll hit publish. You know, for authenticity, that's a great approach. But nine times out of ten, it's really bad content. Unless you're trained as an actor, you're probably not going to do very good. Unless you got a background in public speaking, training of some sort, 
um, uh, improv comedians are great at this, you're probably not going to produce content that's going to connect very well. And why is that? Let me just take a little side view here. I, I do think I talk more about video later in the blog post, but as an aside, if we don't do it for a living, then we're not very good at it. That's why we don't do it for a living. I should rest right there, but I'm going to continue. So often when we turn on that camera, we start talking and we're not quite sure that our message is carrying through. So then we'll insert something parenthetically. Parenthetically means we'll take a side trip. For example, I was going to do this video about somebody doing something the other day and I got sidetracked on a bunch of golden retriever puppy pictures. And boy, that just took me away and I completely lost track of what I was doing and for that matter, what I was talking about. And that's what happens when you go parenthetical. You lose track of what you were talking about. And all of a sudden, your presentation becomes disjointed. So if you're going to do video, for that matter, audio, which I'm going to talk about next, script it. Go ahead and make yourself a script. If you can't memorize the script, get yourself a teleprompter. If you can't do it off the cuff and be professional, then script what you're going to say. Even if it comes out a little bit stilted, even if it feels just a little bit like you're reading it, it's going to be better than what you produce on the fly. You need hundreds and hundreds of hours of practice at improv before you're going to be good at it. And then people like me, <laughs> who have a face for radio, I wouldn't even touch a video. People are going to be turned off by the video. I have this face that just naturally looks angry. angry. You know, my neutral face, when I'm just thinking, when I go into engineer mode, I look like I'm mad. Some people, are, are you okay yet? No, I'm fine. I'm, I'm just trying to solve Einstein's equation of relativity. So I use audio. I love podcasting. Because I love to talk. I am a professional speaker. I'm a trained voiceover actor. So I'm pretty good at using my voice. I'm also pretty good at reading off the cuff, so I can read something and not really sound like I'm reading, unless I want to sound like I'm reading. So I use podcasting. I also use podcasting because it's a passive consumption media. YouTube, it's an active consumption media, meaning I got to sit down at the computer or watch my cell phone screen, and I got to watch the video. I, I really can't do laundry talk to my wife or, or, or attend church. <laughs> a side note here. Re remember sitting in church while we're listening to the Super Bowl and we had the transistor radio with the little earpiece in her ear and we're listening to the Super Bowl and all of a sudden, yay, we're cheering because they got a touchdown. <sighs> yeah, we can't do that, especially while we're driving down the road. So video is an active engagement media. Podcasts, however, is a passive engagement media, meaning they can listen to you while driving down the road or doing the laundry or taking the dog for a walk. That's why I love podcasting. So I write my blog article that I'm publishing on zenithexhibits.com, and then I'm doing what I'm doing right now. I'm talking to you on a podcast. I'm recording it, and then I'm publishing it as part of my business buffet uh, library. Continuing. Animations, useful for explaining complex concepts in an engaging way or simply adding a touch of fun to your post. Now, there's actually applications out there that you can get 
that will make animations. Don't, for God's sakes, don't try to animate on your own unless you've got uh, thousands of hours of practice. I used to teach a 3D animation class at Cabrillo College in Aptos, California. It's hard. I mean, I had students dropping just because of the amount of homework. I told them right up front, it would be 20 hours a week on on this class. If you can't handle it, you better drop now. The added value of audio and video components. While visuals capture the eye, integrating audio and video components gauges multiple senses, creating a more immersive experience for your audience. Offering a podcast version of your blog post caters to the contemporary consumer's multitasking habits, allowing them to engage with your content while on the move. Incorporating video elements facilitates a deeper personal connection as your audience can perceive your sincerity and enthusiasm firsthand, fostering trust and credibility. Prioritizing quality in your multimedia content. (laughs) No matter what type of visual or audio content you opt for, one principle remains paramount. The quality of every media piece should reflect your business's standards. Low-quality visuals or audio can detract from your message and negatively affect your brand's perception. Investing in high-quality content creation underscores your commitment to providing your audience with valuable, engaging, and professional-grade information. This is the other reason why I say YouTube videos might not be the right way to go. In order to produce a good video, especially from your cell phone, which you can, iPhones today are fabulous. You can shoot a broadcast quality commercial if you know what you're doing and have the equipment. You got to have lighting. You got to have great microphones. You got to have mixers in order to remove all of the extra stuff. Now, I'm recording today's podcast in my home studio, and there's a heater going on. I've got the door open. My dogs are in the next room. There's noises all over the place, but I've got the software to filter all of that out and then produce a nice, rich, quality podcast tone so you're not turned off by some nice, non-normal sound that nobody's going to want to listen to on a regular basis. Unless, of course, you're reading one of my books in which the character is supposed to be sounding like that. Your visuals add to the message. But let me say that again. They only add to the message. It's the message that's most important. Your visuals must support that message. If you stick with an education-based SEO presentation and use visuals that enhance that message, you're going to win. Incorporating a mix of visual, audio, and video into your business blog can vastly enhance the reader's experience, making your content more engaging, accessible, and memorable. Nevertheless, it's crucial to remember that these elements are meant to complement, not overshadow your written content. By carefully selecting and investing in high-quality multimedia that resonates with your brand and message, you set your blog apart in the crowded digital landscape. Let your business blog be a symphony of words, visuals, and sound, harmoniously arranged to captivate your audience and leave a lasting impression. You can explore more about the impact of visuals and content marketing and best practices for incorporating them in your blog through some insightful sources that I've referenced in the blog post from Brafton, Kinsta, and Snappa. 
In our next blog post, we highlight the crucial role of Strategic Link Incorporation in boosting website authority, engagement, and SEO. Balancing internal and external links enhances credibility and user experience, underpinning a strong online presence. Cheers. Thank you for tuning in and sharing these episodes. The Business Buffet is dedicated to helping you feast on today's difficult business challenges. Do you have a specific challenge you'd like us to address? Email info at zenithexhibits.com and we'll publish content specifically focused on aiding you and your challenge. Please click subscribe and stay up to date with new business ideas. Until next time, eat hearty in business.